Hi, this is Wendy Lockhart, your host on the Not So Perfect Journey, where we dive into all topics relating to mind, body, and spirit on the journey to becoming our authentic selves. Hello, and welcome back to the It's Not So Perfect Journey podcast. This week is one of our um, Digging Into Tools podcast. The tools that we use are all part of my Oracle deck that I created for aligning mind, body, and spirit for intuitive power. If you're interested in purchasing it, I do have some. You can get a link to them through my website, wendylockhartwellness.com. In the deck, there are 15 angel cards And those angel cards are really just higher level beings that we can tap into and ask for guidance and help. There are 15 body cards for physical things and 15 mind cards for brain, mind, how we can be healthier in our thoughts. And the the cards we're going to cover this week are Raphael, water, and sleep. So in the deck, each... Um, I call them sister cards. So each angel has a mind and body card to go with it. And so these are are three that go together. You can tell because they're painted in the same style. So why water and sleep with Raphael? Because Raphael is all about healing. So what healing do you need? Raphael can help you find the right treatment, diagnosis, or path to heal your body and mind. Raphael can also help inspire insights into how to heal yourself and guide the right people to help you. But you have to pay attention and be open to accepting the guidance. So what are some of the practices that you can do with Raphael to to work together? So Raphael can help you repair relationships, asking them, asking him to help you heal, guide a relationship, especially during a meditation. There are other angels that Raphael can work together to help repair these relationships. Um, Those are Raguel and Gabriel, which we'll talk about in later podcasts. Raphael can help you heal pain. So all pain has physical, emotional, and social components. Pain is not just a physical problem. You can also have emotional pain. So think about when you're when you're grief stricken, you can physically have have pain in your heart. And when people are grief stricken, they're more susceptible to things like heart attacks or strokes because of the physicality of that emotional pain. Pain can also have social components. Our relationships, having unhealthy relationships can also cause us physical pain. Chronic pain can really, um, it's just a manifestation of, of sort of these patterns that get embedded in, um, in physical body, but can have these social or emotional components. So you guys know that I have chronic pain. Um, the accident that I had 35 years ago, I still have lingering effects. And sometimes it's worse than others. And when my pain is really bad, I'm always asking myself, what is this pain trying to teach me? Where is this pain coming from? And sometimes it's, 
I've been angry. Um, I talked about that in the last episode about my shadow self. Sometimes, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, is this, is this leaning into me? I need to rest. I need to take care of my body more or, you know, where is it in your body that you're feeling it? Working with Raphael, I love green crystals. So when I meditate, I meditate with uh, usually crystals in my hands. I am a very tactile person and it actually helps calm me to have crystals in my hands. So I use jade, green jasper. Um, I wish I had some giant chunks of emerald to stick in my hands, but I don't. Green fluorite is also good. And I love aquamarine that has green tones. Raphael is also the angel of travel. So you can ask him to help protect you on your journey. And think about, you know, what you have in your environment, wear green clothing, green plants, pillows, etc. to your environment can also help sort of bring that connection with Raphael into your life. The next card I want to cover is the water card. This is the body card. Water is your liquid life force. Your body is 66% water. Your bones have a little bit less percentage of water. Your tissues have more. Your brain is 75% water. Why do you need water? Because you're primarily made of water. So when we wake up in the morning, we're really dehydrated. We haven't had any water all night. The first thing I do every morning, the first thing I, I when I work with clients, like this is a non-starter, non-negotiable, drinking eight to 16 ounces of water first thing when you wake up in the morning, better than a cup of coffee helps get your brain going. That should be a practice that you have every morning. There's a disagreement on how much water you need in a day, but no one argues that you don't need any. So, you know, there's the eight glasses of eight ounces of water. That's about 64 ounces. That's probably, you know, the, the minimum you want to shoot for. Um, the maximum is half of your body weight. So if you weigh 150 pounds, 75 ounces of water, that's a big goal. Um, that can be hard depending on what kind of job you have, but definitely non-negotiable. I drink 16 ounces of filtered tap or mineral water first thing in the morning. And that's something else you want to think about. What kind of water are you drinking? If you're drinking water primarily out of plastic water balls, that can be, you can, there's a lot of things that can leach into the water from the plastic. Not good for you, not good for your hormones. Does your water have good minerals in it? Um, something else you can do is add a little bit of liquid uh, electrolytes and trace minerals if you're worried about getting enough. Making sure you hydrate throughout the day. Set a timer for yourself if needed. I know a lot of people carry those giant water bottles that have, like, how much have you drank so far? What's your goal for the day? So in addition to bringing water into our bodies, water sounds can also be very healing for us. You know, think of sitting next to the ocean and the roar of the waves or next to a nice little babbling brook that has those gentle flowing sounds. Those have a real relaxing and calming effect on your body and mind. If you can't physically be near water, use a small portable fountain or even recorded water sounds. I love to listen to wave sounds before I go to sleep. You can also use water to cleanse your energy. Immersing yourself into water. Think of how you feel when you come out of the ocean. 
that ocean water has lots of salts, lots of minerals that are in it, that are around you. You can uh, recreate that a little bit if you have a saltwater pool. Um, think of jacuzzi with some of that wave action or take a bath with some Epsom salts. Uh, make sure they're magnesium salts. Also great magnesium in the tub before you go to sleep. Awesome. Um, put water on view. Do you have a picture of water? There's a, um, we're actually humans are drawn to this image of a body of water with mountains behind. There's something about that, that is actually physically relaxing for us and have a, has a very positive effect. So think about water in your life. Um, how can you be in it, around it, listening to it? So many good benefits. Last and probably most important is sleep. Sleep is the foundation for good health, for body and mind, really. So this is a mind card in the deck. And I, I put it in as a mind card because sleep really is a function of the brain. There are different stages of sleep. So there's this um, thing called sleep architecture. So when we go to sleep, we um, dip down into light sleep first, and this is called N1 sleep. And this is about 5% of our night. We sort of, we sort of begin there and we end there at the end of the night. There's also a stage called N2, which is deeper light sleep. And we spend about 20% of our night in this sleep. It is the transition. So if we're going into deep sleep or REM sleep, this N2 deeper light sleep is sort of the transition between all of those. And then we have deep sleep. This is stage N3. It's characterized by delta waves in the brain. It's best if we spend at least 25% of our night there. This is our restorative sleep. It's also where we have the greatest hormone production of our day. Super important for kids to get this deep sleep. We get less deep sleep as we age. Um, Dr. Chris Winter, who is uh, one of my gurus of sleep, talks about this as like the little black dress of sleep. It's something that everyone should get. Um, it's so important to have. It's um, something that we get in the earlier part of the night. So the first four hours of the night, we're getting these larger chunks of deep sleep. Things that can impact deep sleep if you eat too close to bedtime. Um, you want to stop eating two to three hours before you go to bed because if, you're, if you want to be in that rest and digest mode, if your body is stuck in digesting, then it's very difficult to rest. So if, you, if you're like, I sleep eight hours a night, but I always still feel tired, are you getting that deep sleep? Is that what's making you feel tired? So other things that can affect um, the ability to get this deep sleep. Alcohol, um, again, it can help you maybe go to sleep in the beginning, but it will disrupt your sleep pattern the rest of the night. The last kind of sleep that we get is rapid eye movement sleep or REM sleep. And this typically starts about 90 minutes into our sleep and it cycles through the night. 
So in the beginning, we're getting these chunks of deep sleep and small pieces of REM sleep. But then as we go through the night after about four hours of sleep, we're getting larger chunks of REM sleep and smaller pieces of deep sleep. So if you're somebody who doesn't sleep at least seven hours a night, you're cheating yourself out of this REM sleep. And there is some research that suggests that this this type of sleep is really important for pain control, the perception of pain. And Dr. Winter talks about this as sort of the accessory for sleep. REM sleep uh, deprivation does not cause sleepiness necessarily, but it can really affect us in other ways like increased pain, etc. So how can we get better sleep overall? So I've already talked about limiting food and alcohol. The exception for that is drinking a little bit of water before you go to bed, at least four ounces, um, sort of your last little uh, piece to keep your brain hydrated before you go to sleep, but not so much that you have to get up and pee all night long. Something else that can help you um, stay asleep. So if you're waking up four hours into your sleep, you're probably getting um, sort of a sugar drop and that can make you wake up. Having a small spoonful of coconut oil or almond butter right before you go to bed can help sort of level out your sugar and prevent you from waking up in the middle of the night. Limiting light at night. So the light bulb, great invention, but total destroyer of quality sleep. So limiting your bright light, no overhead lights in your house, two hours before bedtime, use dimmers, you know, smaller lights as much as you can, making sure that you're really limiting that light. So what does that light do? Light to our minds produces melatonin. That's the signal. I see light, I produce melatonin. If you want to go to sleep, I'm sorry, (laughs) darkness, darkness, I meant darkness. Darkness signals melatonin production. Light signals cortisol production and switches off the melatonin. So at night, darkness simulates melatonin, which if you're, you can also take melatonin. Don't recommend more than three milligrams. If you have more than that, you'll feel very sleepy in the morning. So just a, just a very small dose of melatonin. And then in the morning, getting light first thing in the morning can really help um, because that stimulates your cortisol, limits your melatonin, and that's what wakes you up. So there's another thing, um, some some tips and tricks that I have about sleep. Um, The military sleep method, this is kind of cool. So the military is uh, has done a lot of research on how they can get people to sleep in very difficult environments. Wartime, not so good for sleeping. So relax your entire face, including the muscles inside your mouth. Drop your shoulders to release the tension and let your hands drop to the side of your body. Exhale, relaxing your chest. Relax your legs, thighs, and calves. Clear your mind for 10 seconds by imaging a relaxing scene, such as floating on the water with sunshine on your face or being wrapped in a super cozy, warm black blanket. And if that doesn't work, try saying the, the words don't think over and over for 10 seconds and um, 
that can really help you get to sleep or get back to sleep if you've woken up in the middle of the night. Other tips and tricks. Try going to bed and waking up at the same time. Um, Cognitive behavioral therapy for severe sleep issues using cognitive behavioral therapy can help retrain your sleep patterns. There are a lot of practitioners for that. Um, Supplements you can take. Magnesium before bed can be helpful, very calming. Be careful with magnesium citrate. Um, Great if you have constipation, but uh, can loosen your stools. There's, uh, if you suffer from hot flashes during sleep, black cohosh can help with those, but only take that for a limited amount of time. Um, You don't want to take it for more than 30 days in a row. And that low dose of melatonin I mentioned. Getting light first thing in the morning can reset your circadian clock. Sleeping in a cold, dark space. I keep my bedroom at 66 degrees, have light blocking shades, etc. And have a a pre-sleep routine for yourself. This is part of a, a sleep hygiene routine. So, you know, you wash your face, you brush your teeth. Do you take a bath, take a shower, um, meditate, read a little bit? What can you do to relax? And every night before I go to bed, I clear my energy, I ground, and I protect it. And I use a little triangle of um, crystals by my bed, tiger eye, obsidian, rose quartz, and some clear quartz. And that's that's Water Sleep and Raphael. Um, if you have questions, check out my Instagram page at Not So Perfect Journey. Love to hear your feedback and any questions you have. And I hope you get some great sleep. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to not let the perfect be the enemy of the good on your not so perfect journey.